Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yes, Wayne is right here in studio. He's going to give me a thumbs up when I know he can hear. And uh, Wayne, you can hear? You can hear me? Excellent. Uh, I hear you. Okay, excellent. So listen, we heard from a listener with Wayne every uh, Wednesday right around this time and we try and tackle issues that you know sometimes in the public or in your private world you might feel if you don't handle them the right way you could end up insulting somebody and hurting around the fringes a friendship or relationship simply because you might use language that could be wrong and Wayne and I we trip over it sometimes ourselves and that's okay mm-hmm. But we, we get past it with a hug, but we do trip over it sometimes. So one of our listeners, specifically Wayne, wanted to hear what you thought of this story. It came out November 12th in the New York Post, and the story uh, headline was, White, quote, Lion King sign language interpreter says he was ousted over skin color. His name is Keith Wan. He filed a federal discrimination lawsuit last week against the Theater Development Fund, And the director of their accessibility programs, he says he was booted from the Lion King because the nonprofit theater development fund, which staffs Broadway shows with American Sign Language interpreters, said it was, and they said this quote, it was no longer appropriate to have white interpreters represent black characters for ASL Broadway shows. Uh, He said that he was told that he and another interpreter were asked to back out of the show, which celebrates its 25th anniversary this past Sunday, so they could be replaced by black sign language experts. And Mr. Wan says, to me, just seeing that discrimination, it doesn't matter if I'm white or black, this is blatant. And I would hope that other people have also experienced this would step forward. He has been a sign language interpreter for more than 10 years. He was so excited when he was offered the job to do this for Lion King. And he was told by a Mr. Carling, quote, with great embarrassment and apologies, I'm asking you both, there were two of them, to please back out of interpreting the show for us on Sunday, April 24th. I don't see any other way out of this. It seems like the best solution. Well, you know, when I when this was brought to my attention, I always look to try to see what nationalities are involved. Okay. Because that reflects upon, because we look at things culturally. So let me say that um, 
Lisa Carling. Lisa Carling, sorry. Was the primary uh, person that he spoke to. And then there's also Shelly Guy, who is in charge of disabilities and so on. I don't know why they decided that. I think they thought they were doing something good because you have an all-black cast. I mean, it's 25 years. It's iconic. I don't think that comes with a race attached to it as far as who is going to do the sign language. I think it would be interesting to ask the cast what they thought. You know, Lion King, by the way, takes place in Africa, but it's not an all-black cast. It's done with a lot of puppets and makeup. I don't know who a lot of the people are. I don't know their race. There are a lot of black people in Lion there King. Are, of course there are a right. lot, but I mean, there may be also white. I don't know that it's an all-black cast, The Lion King. It's intended to be a representation of Africa for sure. Mm-hmm. But have you seen The Lion King? I have not seen it. Oh, okay. Let so. me Okay, let me tell you, Wayne. It's The reason it was such an unbelievable show is it took this animated, beautiful cartoon. Right. But it created a totally different vocabulary for Broadway shows. It's done with characters who are completely make-upped and masked. I have seen that. With enormous puppets in front of them. Wooden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have no idea what the race is. They're inhabiting an African culture, no question. Mm-hmm. But the race of the people may be all different people. That's all I'm saying. I can tell you when it, when it has played that people took great pride that there were so many black people in the cast. So this isn't coming from black people. These are uh, coming from two white women who I think were well-meaning okay you know and sometimes you take the step a little bit too far because i talked to people about this after i saw the article and they were like do you think that this is relevant and they're like well as long as they're qualified you know i think there becomes that thing where you want to have you know um black actors have additional excuse me opportunities but something like that would not be the place that you would do it, in my opinion. And the people that I spoke to, I, I didn't find anybody that said, yes, kick them out because they were white. You know, so if you are qualified to do it, I think this was, again, when we get into these race issues or these balance issues uh-huh. towards that, yeah, they take a step and it's just in the wrong direction. That's not necessarily the place where it should have been corrected to tell them to leave after they were hired. You know, that is someone's livelihood, and they were clearly qualified, and I felt very bad for them. I felt bad, too, also because the, it's sort of ironic with layers of irony because, number one, Lion King is puppetry. So, you know, it's, it's really not about the color of anybody's skin when you see the show. Mm-hmm. They're trying to portray something very different. It's theatrically very amazing, but Julie Taymor is responsible for that, but also because the outreach is to a disabled or a community with a disability of mm-hmm. not hearing, right? Yes. So you would think among that community, that would be a place where you would look at, as you said, the skill set and not necessarily another attribute. All you really want is for the deaf people to be able to understand the show. So you have the side that goes, could they make a purposeful you know, job in finding a black person for that? It's possible. Was it necessary? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, what, remember, Lion King, what brought so much pride in Lion King was because it was in Africa. And yes. Di- it was one of Disney's first mu- uh, movies that reflected that. Yeah. And I know it's also were, its magnificent content period. Absolutely. And great score, everything. And it gave, you know, kids great pli- pride in, in, in Africa. James Earl Jones, Whoopi Goldberg, all, mm. it, was, it was phenomenal. Mm. And it 
made you look at Africa in a different way rather than just a stereotypical negative way. Okay. Same thing happened with Black Panther later on. Right. That's why people went and said, my God, there's just so many, many layers to that. Totally. You know, so when you go down Have you that, seen Wakanda yet? Oh, yes. What did you think? Yes. Incredible. Did you like it? Definitely worth doing. It yeah. is different, but yeah. it's definitely worth, worth yeah. doing. So Jonathan gave it a, a thumbs meh, but mm-hmm. my daughter, who's the Marvel you know, mm-hmm. acolyte, she liked it a lot. She really liked it a lot. Without doing spoilers, yeah. The a lot of people wanted, you know, uh, T'Challa to be recast. Well, they couldn't be. But obviously, he you know, died. Yes, but that they wanted beautiful to. Chasman Bozeman, Chas. Ch- Chaswick Bozeman. That's it, Chaswick Bozeman. They wanted to replace him and cast a new. Did they? They did not, and they made that clear before the movie. Well, what about the second lead? He was a good-looking guy too. You know who oh, I'm talking about? Yes, but 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 he. But he was already a character. He was. Who was, that was his main nemesis. But yeah, but they could have made him a good guy. They didn't make him a good guy. They could have had him transform into being a leader. He definitely had leadership potential. I forgot his name. Great, great character though. Great, great nemesis in Black Panther. I love the movie. But the problem is that when you write that story, and that's what these guys did, and they had people writing in all over the country, for all over the world for that matter. There's a whole big recast T'Challa movement that went on. But the Kugler recast brothers... Recast what? Uh, T'Challa, the Black Panther. That's, that was his name in oh, the movie. okay. T'Challa. They want, oh, okay. Which was obviously uh, Chadwick. There's a whole big thing for that all over the place. But the Kuglers who wrote this, who were very successful writers, black men and so on, they decided they wanted to take the story in a different direction. Oh, okay. So you're going to get some people not loving it as much and some people really liking it. Yes. What about the woman character? She was marvelous. She was. And uh, there's a twist in there. I don't want to give okay. it away. Okay. All right. Don't give it away. <laughs> but is it worth seeing? What kind of should absolutely, I go see it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will tell you, I'm a big comic book guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So all of these heroes, I'm like, okay, this is Submariner. Okay. This is Namor, the Submariner. That was supposed to be At- Atlantis. Um where he ruled. He has an undersea kingdom. So he was part of Fantastic Four, one of their oh, first you enemies. Oh, really so do on, know your comic you know? books. And so in this, what they did, they, they changed it, and they made him a Mexican god. So he's still Namor, but instead of it being Atlantis, it's a... Oh, my God. You've lost me. I'm done. I can't do it. I can't do it. All I can say is that I love Black Panther. Yes. I loved... I loved... Mm-hmm. That it was so immersive with all black characters mm-hmm. that you couldn't look at race anymore. Yes. As a white person. You couldn't yes. look at race. You only had to look at their character. That's right. Because everybody was black. So even your unconscious, subconscious prejudices that we don't admit to, that we're not sensitive to, that we would deny, they have to go away when you're completely immersed in a society where there's nobody else. Because you can't do a superior, inferior in your own head. You can't do a quieter, noisier, an aggressive, less aggressive. Whatever you think you're doing, you can't do it in your head because everybody was black. And that was the thing. It humanized. It pulled you into the story. Totally. Because it was so well written. I loved it. So rich. And just so you know. And it was so beautifully produced. And just so you know, this is the experience for most black people because most movies we go to, until maybe, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years they were all white cast, yeah. friends. Right. You know, one's a, the, or the, they were all black, but they were like um, black exploitation. What yes. did they call those in yeah, the seventies? So black exploitation, exactly. Right? And, and and you know, um, when you have things like Shaft and Superfly and some of these, and there were only a few of them anyway. 
Well, no, actually, they had a pretty. They good, had a pretty good they, genre they with Pam Greer and everybody. A lot of them. Okay. The problem okay. was they just at that point they were taking over from stereotypical roles where they were like minstrels and you know characters who were waiters and people in the background. So when they came out, they became more like superheroes, yes. and they addressed the issues in the community, and a lot of it had to do with you know, police brutality, stuff like that. So that's why a lot of them went to be detectives. And, yeah. and you know, then you had Carmen Jones, Harry Belafonte, yeah. and so on. Yeah. Harry was a big uh, advocate, you know, having the right role. For those films? For, yes. And, okay. And for, for, he would what do, about Sidney Poitier? Sidney was an amazing character. He was one of those people that transcended race. Oh, I know that. You know, so but that's what did what he, he think of those black exploitation films? Because he... He was everywhere. He he was white films, black. He was he was directing. He was way ahead of his time. But what did he think about films and universes that would be exclusively black? Well, two things were happening. Um, when you're talking the '60s into the '70s, when black exploitation really blew up, that transition meant that Warner Brothers or these major studios could make money. So it was independent filmmakers. Who got that ball rolling? Got it. So Sig Shore was an independent guy. He was a white guy, and he did Superfly. You know, um, Gordon Parks Jr. Yes, he just the one that did Shaft. And Shaft is the first time that you saw a black man on screen main character, Richard Roundtree. Richard right? Roundtree, that's right. Yep. And uh, you know, he commanded a presence as you know the good guy, the cop. Amazing you know, guy. So on. Passed away. Oh yes, he did. Yeah. It's dead unfortunate. Yeah. Isaac Hayes broke Isaac Hayes beyond all of the records totally and, and created a whole new genre when it came to uh, movie scores. So there was so much that came I out of I can still that. hear it in my head, Shaft. Oh, you can't help but love it. It's great. Man. All right, Wayne, stay here. We're going to come right back. I want to hear your thoughts about the results of the 2022 elections. 203-333-9422. We're chatting with Wayne Winston. If you want to be part of the conversation, bring up a topic of interest to yourself. 203-333-9422. We'll be right back. And now, a different perspective. Lisa Wexler talks with activist Wayne Winston. Now, on Southern Connecticut's News and Information Leader, WICC 600 AM and 107.3 FM. And good morning. Welcome back to the show. Wayne Winston joins us. Mary from Bridgeport. Mary, hi. Do you have a question? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Question or a comment? Go ahead, please. Yes, I have a question for the the young man that you you have on. I understand, and I, I really get that the situation with the Lion King may have spent from uh, Rodney, uh, excuse me, the uh, George Floyd situation, and people wanting to help uh, the black cause. I get it, and it's gone maybe a little bit too extreme. 
in reference to that and in light of that, would you say the NBA overstepped their boundary with Kyrie Irving to what he put as a link relative to situations that sometimes we don't want to discuss, which is the Jewish perspective on African-American or African-Americans' perspective on the Jewish people? I don't know if I'm overstepping my reach in asking you that, but I just wanted your input on that. Thanks, Mary. We're Unfortunately, I have a feeling it's a longer conversation, but we've got two minutes, Wayne. Let's okay. see if you can do it in two minutes. Mary, what a wonderful uh, call. Uh, two things. One, a guy like Kyrie Irving, who is a NBA superstar, you know, when they speak stuff into the world, it becomes much bigger than if I say it as a local activist and so on, or even Lisa here. So there's things that are, quote, controversial. And you have to be willing to deal with that when you speak it into the world. Um, I think education is very important. Um, I can't say why Kyrie put that particular or pointed to that particular one. He obviously wanted people to see it based upon his perspective. So um, I haven't had a chance to see the whole thing other than like an outline of it. And I don't like to speak on things and make details until I have that. But from what I saw, it was almost like 50-50 offensive and not offensive. So I'll be happy to have that answer for you like next week. I can uh, do some research. But I can say, once again, when you are in that pool and you're a superstar like that, um, you can make things happen. And people obviously went to see it. And apparently more people were offended than not. So I don't want to say what that was because, again, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. You know, it's interesting. We played a little bit of Dave Chappelle's uh, SNL monologue. I don't know mm. if you heard it or saw it. But one of the things Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle said is there are two words that should never be said next to each other. And one is the and mm. the other is Jews. <laughs> and he's funny and you know i'm a jewish person but if i can't mm -hmm. laugh then i then i'm wrong because we can all laugh so he was just sort of making the point that you're going to step into it if you make a generalization and i and i think that that's a fair statement about a lot of people a lot of the time uh, i agree and uh Chappelle i love because he's made it clear that he's there to shed light on painful subjects for everybody i mean he's talked about black people in such a way we go like oh my god i can't right. believe he said it he offends a lot of people and when you get to the offense dynamic mm -hmm. with a guy like Chappelle, he's really trying to teach and tell a story you know he's not mean-spirited and go like wants to tear your lungs out and leave you on the side of the road there are just some things within our he wants to make feelings. a commentary yes he does yeah and he makes us laugh when he does he does wayne winston thanks for joining us we'll see you next week uh but we won't be in studio because we'll be cooking for Thanksgiving. But we're going to be on the air. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I'm Lisa Wexler. We have another extraordinary show for you tomorrow, including the Staples players who will be in the studio to sing. Don't forget, it's Paul Faselli from 2 to 6. And stay tuned for Dave Ramsey. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 